Aunt Roxy's houseboat, or houseboot as she called it because she was French, was at Dickory Dock in Sausalito, just north of San Francisco. One morning, after I'd been living there for about a week, there was a commotion on the dock. It started with a scream. Then a dog barked. It sounded like Butch, the German shepherd, and then there were voices. From the front window, I could see about 15 feet down the dock where weird old Kay and a small group of the locals gathered in a circle, looking down at something in a bucket. Kay was upset and motioning with her hands. When she saw me watching from the window, she pointed her finger like she'd spotted a criminal in a police lineup and said real loud, That's her! She killed Pickles! Everybody looked at me. Cat killer! yelled Kay. Roxy, who had been drinking espresso in the galley, joined me at the window and frowned. Mad. When Roxy was excited or mad, she'd talk in French like that. She tossed down her espresso, said something else in French, and walked out on the dock. I followed her. I recognized most of the people from the dock. Baron Vandergut was standing by Butch, the German shepherd, who was sniffing the bucket. The guy everyone called Forgetting Michael was standing with his hands on his hips. There was also a woman in a robe who I'd never seen. Everybody got quiet when they saw me. I didn't kill your cat, I told Kay. Liar. Baron Vandergut, everybody called him the Baron, tried to calm Kay down. Kay, you can get another cat, just as nice as Pickles. You could tell he didn't mean it, the part about Pickles being nice. I don't think anybody except Kay liked that cat. Anyway, Kay wasn't really listening. She was still focused on me. Confess, she said. You'll feel better. I didn't do anything to your cat, I said. Roxy said to Kay, you are being a crazy person, you know? And you're harboring a criminal, said Kay. Roxy put her hand on my arm. No, she's a good girl. Right. Roxy was getting mad. I felt her hand tighten on my arm, and for a second, I thought she was going to take a swing at Kay. Instead, she told her, You don't know a thing about Frankie. Oh, I know all about her, said Kay. Just then, Ray the harbormaster arrived. The harbormaster was a little bit like the sheriff who enforces the dock rules. Like when the Collie twins had a loud party, Ray was the one who told them to turn it down. He was a big guy wearing jeans, boots, a baseball cap, and a short-sleeved shirt that said, Waldo Point Harbor. Something about him made me think he'd been a ball player. Maybe it was the mustache, kind of bushy and shaped like a horseshoe, or the way he was tossing his apple in the air. Ray looked in the bucket and asked, How'd this happen? Kay held a rock and pointed at me. She did it. You're contaminating the evidence, said the lady in the robe. You should be wearing gloves. Ray took the rock, checking the weight. He put it inside the bucket and asked, Did anybody see it happen? Silence. God saw it, Kay said. Aside from the Almighty, said Ray.
Butch barked and pushed his paw against the bucket, and it tipped over. Pickles fell out, stiff and crooked. Kay screamed at the Baron, Why does he keep doing that? Control your dog, Ray the Harbormaster said to Baron Vandergut. Baron Vandergut tugged on Butch's leash and said something in Butch's ear. Butch sat, his tail wagging. We all stared at the dead cat on the wooden dock. Dead or alive, Pickles was not a good-looking cat. He was chubby with short gray hair and some kind of skin condition. His eyes looked in two different directions, and there was a big splotch of dried blood on his head. Maybe Butch did it, said Roxy. Oh, he wishes, said Baron Vandergut, pulling at his little beard.